pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Can you dig Yes. Absolutely. Welcome to another Victory Monday on the Kenny and JT Show. And yes, folks, we can dig it. Thanks, Shaq Diesel. 33 degrees in the Hall of Fame city. and You've got it. The Monday edition. Holiday edition. Celebration edition of the Kenny and JT Show. Kenny again with the day off today as we're trying to take in some of those holiday hours before the end of the year. Man, what a great day to be a Browns fan. Go ahead, Brian. That's where we start. Still feeling pretty good. Okay, show of hands. How many people gave up on the Browns yesterday in the fourth quarter? Are you, are you putting them up? I'm looking through your radio. I didn't give up for a couple of reasons. One, Joe Flacco. We'll get to that in a second. But number two was, it's the NFL, people. And when you watch an NFL game, it's kind of like watching an NBA game and no lead is ever safe. That team's down two scores in the fourth quarter. Joe Flacco takes them down for the game tire and then again for a game-winning field goal. And it's amazing to me, too, because when I watched that game, the first thing that came to mind was the Cincinnati Bengals. Why? Because they were dead in the water, too, against the Vikings, but they came back the day before. Why not us? Why not now? Why not with a legitimate starting quarterback? And Joe Flacco doesn't flinch. It's unbelievable, and I'm texting friends the whole time, and, you know, it's a roller coaster. He's going to throw four or five picks today. Guys are running the wrong routes. He's got happy feet. That's a really good defense from Chicago. It's a crappy day. And if you went to the game, I'd really like to hear from you as well because on TV, you can't really see all of the rain how good the cameras are anymore but you could see every time they would show the fans some people bundled up some people not so much bundled looked like it was raining that it would stop look like the sun comes out heck you know what it's like mama always used to say if you don't like the weather here or in cleveland wait a minute and it changes was it as miserable as we were told i don't know but i want to get back into this thing because You know, whether or not you want to give up on a team like this, there are so many things with this team right now. And and like I said, you know, I'm texting people back and forth. Oh, he's going to throw another pick. But, man, when it's crunch time, it's no different than what he used to do to us, now doing doing for us, leading the team on game-winning drives. Look at this in the fourth quarter. Browns get the ball with 14.56 to go. They go on a six-play, 65-yard drive, takes two minutes and 25 seconds off the board, and they end up with a field goal. Then at 10.35, 
It's their only three and out of the quarter. They get the ball back at 5.18, six plays, 75 yards, two minutes and 10 seconds, they get a touchdown, and then with a buck 50 remaining, they go on a nine play, nine plays, 65-yard game-winning field goal drive. It's amazing. Who are these Browns? It's like the bizarro world. In fact, let's hear some of the excitement as called by our very own Jim Donovan from yesterday's ball game. Hunt is in the backfield. Roll out right. Here's Flacco rolling, 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 rolling. Firing into the corner of the end zone. And Joku caught it. Touchdown! The Chiefs! Brisker, the safety, was back there. And the Chief caught it. Play action fake as Flacco drifts right. Throws, and he's got Cooper open. He caught it. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! I don't believe it! In a tie game, 17 all, ready to go. Snap back, ball down, Hopkins into it, the kick is up, and the kick is good! And with 32 seconds left, the Browns lead, 20 to 17, 32 seconds left. And remember, the Bears do not have a timeout. From the Browns, 45, fields back to pass, up in the pocket, he rolls left, time's run out, he's going to look, he's going to look, he's going to launch, it's going down into the end zone, knock it down, the ball is intercepted, it's intercepted by the Browns, as DeAnthony Bell got it, he got it, ball game over, Browns win, Browns win, 20 to 17, it's all over. That ball was knocked down onto Darnell Mooney's chest, who was on the ground, and then it popped up into the air miraculously. I mean, this has got to be the bizarro world, right? Instead of inventing ways to lose, the Browns are finding ways to win these games. They never won games like this. 49ers miss a 41-yard field goal, game winner. All kinds of help in Indiana, whether it was the officials or whatever. Indianapolis culture, a winner there. How about this one? A pick six, a game-winning 40-yard field goal to beat the Ravens in Baltimore. That was a walk-off, too. And if you don't think it's the bizarro world, what about this? The Steelers are reeling, folks. My opinion, Tomlin has lost the locker room, or maybe never had it with this team. Seems to be a lot of bickering going on, but that's what happens when you lose. Now, I don't know if this is a result of that, you know, chemistry-building trip that they had to the Greenbrier, Westbrier, whatever the heck Briar that is in West Virginia, or maybe when they stayed together for two weeks out in L.A. after the Denver loss, but you lost two games there. But this team in winning helps these things, right? Unifies this team. And if you don't believe it, look at the defense. How many times are we going to hear that the, the statistic of the day is 26% of salary cap roster spots on this team or on the IR? And how many times are we going to be bored to death or hear this phrase, oh, next man up? Yeah, we understand next man up, the mentality. We understand next man up, the guy's got to play a game. We understand that you got to have a certain number of players on your roster and somebody's going to get injured. But do you also realize this? For all the people that are screaming at their televisions yesterday, run the ball, Stefanski! You only had one starter on that offensive line for entirely most of the game. How are you supposed to run behind that? And like I said earlier, Chicago's got a really good defensive front. Heck, they've got a really good defense, period.
And it's hard to blame Justin Fields in that loss yesterday. And, you know, part of you wants to root for him, former Buckeye. Yeah, 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 I get it. But once you take off the scarlet and gray, you're no longer a Buckeye, in my opinion, when you're playing against my favorite team, and that's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, we thank you for everything you did in Columbus, but now it's different. It's the same way you're rooting for Joe Flacco now. You hated the dude when he had those game winners against you when he was playing for the Baltimore Ravens. Just a really good game to win and a really crappy game to watch. Because let's face it, that game was crappy. You can't run the ball because you don't have an offensive line. Their offense stinks. Uh, their, their best receivers banged up. It's just a different atmosphere. But for whatever reason, can't put your finger on it. Somehow, some way, you thought, you felt good about this team, especially in the fourth quarter, and we mentioned those drives. It's just amazing. And so we start to think about Joe Flacco. How do you not love this guy? And I don't know if you saw the pregame. Maybe if you went to the game, you didn't. But uh, Sanchez sits down with Joe Flacco. They had a really interesting conversation. In fact, we're going to play that for you a little bit later on. And it's really good because he's a winner. And he's a guy that didn't know whether or not his career was over. And it's also a guy, and we mentioned this, and everybody knows the idea behind being moved back to the practice squad. Whether it's a formality or not, that phone still rang. We heard today there was upwards to three teams that put out a feeler to Joe Flacco when the Browns had to move him back. And again, it's a business call. Last Monday, his phone did ring. I'm good. I'm staying here. I like this place. I'm good. Thank you. We're good with it, too. And whether or not you're keeping the seat warm right now, we talked about last week all the incentives in his contract, or whether or not do they dare offer him a position next year on this team? Who knows? But it's good enough now, and it's really good enough in the pecking order because, as we all know by now, at 9-5, and 9-5, and five, this team is locking up right now, if the playoffs were to start, the number five seed in the playoffs in the wild card, which is really incredible. We'll tell you about the seedings and how that all works a little bit later on. In fact, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Before we get to If You Missed It, Cavaliers Saturday, another big winner at home in a game where a lot of people didn't give them a lot of chance. I don't. And the main reason is this. Forget about the injuries. For whatever reason, we do not match up well against Atlanta. And every time I say that, we end up beating that team. But as I also mentioned, no lead is safe in the NBA or NFL. And the Cavaliers, I think, blew a 23-point lead in that game. It's unbelievable, but yet they're able to still hang on and win that game. And we'll go over a bunch of the statistics that we have. And could this team be better, dare I say this, without Miles Garrett or Miles Garrett, without Darius Garland? Or could they be better without Donovan Mitchell? Or at times... Either or. And to me, it's obvious. We talked about this last week. You've got pretty much two ball-dominant point guards, right? They don't want to tell you they're ball-dominant, but I will. Pretty much the same game. One guy scores like the old Lawson's commercial. One man sleeps while the other man drives, right? Isn't that the backcourt of the Cavaliers? Get that juice up to Lawson's. And what was it, 48 hours? You don't remember it. 
I do. My point being this. Until they really become comfortable with that backcourt and play together in unison, I don't know what you have. And all you have to do is go back about a month ago to where the Cavaliers were in Philadelphia, overtime winner, without Donovan Mitchell, and now without Darius Garland for the foreseeable foreseeable future of at least, what, four weeks. Donovan Mitchell had 13 assists the other night. Jared Allen, 25 points. He had a double-double. I've been screaming for this guy to have double-doubles. 25 points and, what, 13, 14 rebounds? Cavaliers beat the Hawks 127-119 Saturday night. Take on Houston tonight. Cavaliers record now 14-12. and 12. High school football early signing day is this coming Wednesday. We'll share with you what we know. We talked about Cody Fair last week, and we've got a bunch of other kids that are going to be making their way to the next level, and we wish them all the best. And that includes verbal commits as well. We'll find out or get an idea of where some of these kids might be going. But here's some of the other things that happened over the weekend, if you missed it. Did you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed. Well, we've got now five and a half shopping days left till Christmas, by my mouth. Are you getting nervous? (laughs) I don't get nervous. I just spend more. We'll keep you company if you're out shopping. If you missed it at the CBS Sports Classic in Atlanta on Saturday, Ohio State's men's basketball team beats UCLA. 67 to 60. Buckeyes are now 9 and 2. Have one game left before their Christmas break on Thursday. 6 p.m. tip off, they'll take on New Orleans. And boy, won't that be a nail biter. If you missed it, number three, Purdue beats number one, Arizona in men's college hoops over the weekend. So we'll have a new number one this week. If you're wondering about that UCLA game, by the way, they're 5 and 4, 10th in the Pac 12. But anytime you beat UCLA, come on, man, it's UCLA. Go Bucks. Tell you, the Cavaliers beat Atlanta Saturday. Jared Allen, 25 points, 14 rebounds. Donovan Mitchell adds 22 points and a career-high 13 assists. Cavaliers beat the Atlanta Hawks 127-119 on Saturday. If you missed it, the NFL got a little bit fatter over the weekend. Miles Garrett fined $25,000 for his comments about the officiating. Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes both fined for comments and actions over officiating following their Week 14 loss, I believe, to Buffalo. NFL fined Reed $100,000 Sunday, violating a long-standing league rules prohibiting public criticism of game officials, according to ESPN. Mahomes was fined $50,000 for criticism of his officiating and his unsportsmanlike conduct during the fourth quarter of Sunday's game against the Bills. Man, that's a lot of bucks. Maybe they got to find, they got to fund that trip to Brazil somehow for next year. That's a little bit of a lead for them. If you missed it, former Ohio State quarterback Kyle McCord committed to Syracuse on Sunday. Seems as though a lack of a commitment from head coach Ryan Day came into play, as well as NIL compensation. According to the dispatch, top quarterbacks in the transfer portal have gotten offers over a million dollars. McCord wasn't making nearly that much in Columbus. Combination of not having assurance of the starting job and uncertainty about NIL may have had something to do with McCord's decision, or maybe it's because, 
we had that Zerbrug kid from Alliance decide not to go to Syracuse, so there's an opening there. Had Ohio State defeated Michigan, McCord and the Buckeyes would probably be the number one overall seed in the college playoffs, and he would probably still be QB1 in Columbus. If you missed it, on Friday night, Jake Paul took another step towards bolstering his fighting resume with a first-round takedown of Andre August. It was at the 232 mark of the cruiserweight bout. Paul landed a right uppercut, sent August to the mat. Paul's fight record is now 8-1. and one. Is this guy really a boxer? If you missed it, there's already pretty much a lot of teams that have been eliminated from postseason play in the NFL. We think they will be the Jets, Panthers, Patriots, Commanders, Cardinals, maybe the Bears. If you missed it, NBA legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fell and broke his hip Friday night at a concert in L.A. and will have surgery Saturday. 76-year-old played 20 seasons in the NBA. They showed him eating wings last week at a Rams game. Maybe they black-hatted him. But he was also the co-pilot, co-pilot, I'm sorry, Roger Murdoch in the movie Airplane, and also starred with Bruce Lee in the 1972 movie Game of Death. I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. And are we really going to go over these bull scoreboards? I say no. Tell you what we will do, though. I mean, I'm barely going to watch that Cotton Bowl. We will go over the weekend high school hoop scoreboard with Brian. And I'm going to get you that Franklin Furnace score, too, right, Brian? That's right. We'll start off with the uh, the local scores from Friday. Our radio game, Green Beat Hoover, 51-40. Hoover was tired. That was their second game uh, of three that last week. Jackson beat Lake, 66-45. Louisville beat Hoban. 79 to 51. Let's knock off the defending D1 state champs. Central Catholic down the road beat Perry 54 41. CBCA over Canton South 62 49. Orville 73. Tussloff 58. Northwest got by Manchester 61 54. And Alliance edged Carrollton 59 54. Results from Saturday's Hall of Fame Hardwood Classic in Maslin. Yes. Star County teams 5 out of 6. Mm-hmm. Victory. Central beat Magador 43-41. Canton South over Dalton 61-51. Ashland beat Lake 68-58. Hoover bounced back to beat Hoban 48-39. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Glen Oak over Mentor 82-73. And uh, host Maslin beat Walsh Jesuit 66-60. And then down on the river. Yes. Our Green Bulldogs of Furnace... Uh, not, Franklin not, Furnace. Not Green Bulldogs. Green Bobcats. Our green Bobcats. Thank you. Yep. From Franklin Furnace. Yes. Our adopted team. Yes. Uh, rough weekend. Oh, no. They lost to, on Friday, lost to Oak Hill. Not Oak Hill Academy, but Oak Hill, <laughs> Ohio. In a heartbreaker. 53-52. Ooh. And then Saturday, they lost to Manchester. Not Akron, Manchester. No, never would be. Manchester, Ohio. Yes. 52-36. to our Bobcats off to an 0-6 start. That's a tough one. Took it on the chin, We Bobcats. need to find a victory yes. with you guys. Want to hear from you if you went to the Browns game yesterday at 330-450-1480. Want to hear how bad it was? Did you stay through the whole game? Did you give up hope? Who gave up hope on the Browns yesterday? Victory Monday continues. We'll get your phone calls in. We'll also hear from Kevin Stefanski, Joe Flacco, Miles Garrett. The, the, the normal... Uh, 
cast of characters from a Browns game, and, and in this case, a Browns victory. Um, get our first break into the, of the day today on this Victory Monday. It's a Kenny and JT show. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.